Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. Our websites are clark.com and clarkdeals.com. And we are in one of those times, I've, I've been on the air for 34 years, and I've been doing the show for 34 years, and there are certain times, certain events that happen that override normal life and rhythms of life, and we're in one of those now uh, with the fear that surrounds coronavirus, and I want to talk to you about this in several respects. First of all, we in the United States uh, at a political level in Washington have completely failed the American people. And let me tell you something. Italy has not had a stable government in 75 years. And Italy has been handling coronavirus and uh, just a terrible outbreak much better than we in the United States. We have a political culture in the United States that has been so divided into tribal factions where people can't even stand to be in the room with each other. And the problem is this undermines public confidence. We are at one of those times in American history where politicians need to rise to the occasion. And so far, our political leaders have failed. They have not spoken to this moment in history as they've needed to. It has led to confusion. It has led to undermining public confidence. And it has led to a precipitous drop-off in demand in the general economy as people become unsettled from completely mixed messages coming from our leadership and the country. And I am horrified that politicians of both parties don't understand the significance of this moment and are not doing things in the spirit of national unity. When political parties are having private caucuses right now about coronavirus, instead of working together, that is horrific for our nation and the message that it spreads. If you figure that just about the largest political group in the United States are independents, people who are not aligned with the Republican Party or the Democrats, and the political parties should be thinking about Americans, the 330 approximately million of us, and not their own tribes, and not their own messaging, and not their own echo chambers. Because what that has done with the mixed messaging and the constant back and forth is it has undermined the confidence of the American people that Washington is up to the task here. And so far, Washington has not been. We've squandered 10 weeks where there should have been a coordinated, clear effort in the United States that has to come from government. We as individuals, this is something we can't do. This has to be a coordinated effort from public health officials at the federal level, state level, and local level. Instead, there's been this crazy bickering among politicians and across levels of government. Not okay. We have brilliant people, hardworking people, 
who work in public health at all levels. They are the ones with the highest level of knowledge, and we need the country speaking with a single clear message about what we don't know, what is what we know, and what the plan is most important. Because what's happened is people perceive in their daily lives that we don't know what we're doing as a government. People's confidence in their safety and that of their families is undermined. Uh, Rumors spread. You have these crazy things like somebody uh, sneezed on an airplane and the plane ended up having to make an unscheduled landing because passengers got into a panic that somebody who sneezed had coronavirus and they were all going to die from coronavirus? Come on. This is the kind of thing that speaks to a clear failure of leadership by the political class. So what that's done is it's evaporated demand. Every time it's been made clear to the American people in different instances that there is no clear game plan or message coming out of Washington it's led for people to lose confidence in spending on anything. Look what's happened to the travel industry. Decimated. Uh, one of the airline executives said this is a worse after effect for the airline industry than the horrific tragedy of the terrorist attacks of 2001. So we are crying out as a people for the politicians to rise to this moment. There's a lot that we don't know yet. The smartest minds in science and medicine don't have all the answers, which is by itself unsettling. There are a number of moves that the politicians are banding about to try to reflate an economy that had been going very well, had been in a phase of a little bit of slowdown, but now many sectors of the economy have fallen off the cliff. That is not solved by some of the half measures that the politicians are talking about. All the measures the politicians need to focus on right now are ones concerning public health. As an example, we need to look at what's involved for making sure that People who are ill, there's so many people in the economy work in jobs or work independently where there's no paid sick leave. So people go to work when they're sick. Some employers who historically have not offered sick leave are doing so now. Walmart, the nation's largest employer, did so. But a lot of small businesses aren't going to be in a position to pay people who can't come to work. We need for the congress to step up and see to it that until and it's now officially labeled a pandemic till the pandemic is controlled that people have the ability to work from home or not work if they're not capable of working and still get paid because we don't want people to actively spread the virus because they have to go to work in order to eat they have to go to work in order to pay their rent or mortgage. I mean, all the confidence-building things that the Congress and the President need to be about are from the public health aspect. 
if the public gains confidence that public health is being restored in the United States or that there's a plan that people can have faith in, then the demand equation for businesses will slowly recover. Not, you know, even though demand fell like a rock, it will not come immediately back up. But it requires sequences of confidence building that you can feel like Washington is working hard in unison to see that if someone in your family becomes sick, that the proper care will be available to them. That the steps necessary to reduce the chance that someone will be a carrier and spreader of coronavirus, that there's a plan to keep them from being in a position where they spread because they're worried about how they're going to pay their bills. I mean, these things are basic. And if we were not in a tribal era politically, these are the things that focus would have been devoted to instead of politicians trying to score points with each other or trying to take cheap shots at each other. So doing things that specifically try to reflate an economy where people are on buying strike will not work. Now, where we stand today, we're going to see layoffs coming. And you have to be prepared for that. And the industries affected at first are pretty clear. The travel industry uh, in all its phases, the meetings and conventions business and all its elements, these things that involve people coming together will be very heavily affected. Sports, concerts, um, cultural events, fundraisers, they are all under threat because one of the things that's coming and you're seeing it pop up in different parts of the United States is no longer assembling schools you know schools are bit by bit piece by piece at all levels of education first heavily at colleges are not going to meet in person because we don't want to be in a position where we have something that is out of control now that we bring people together where it spreads person to person. So you, as a consumer, forget the consumer, let's say it this way, you as an American who depends on an income in order to afford the life you have, you have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And what does that mean? The key to this is that you have got to make sure you're prepared for the possibility of a smaller paycheck or no paycheck. So how do you do that? You want to make sure you have a reserve of cash. If you have consumer debt, credit cards, personal loans, anything like that, you want to attack those debts. You want to reduce those debts because keeping up with monthly obligations may in fact become harder moving forward. So let's say this turns out better than we expect right now. If at that point you have taken precautionary steps, you've paid down debt, 
your financial life is healthier moving forward anyway. Uh, as far as big purchases, I know this feeds on an economy going into reverse, but do not make big purchases. Unless you're sitting there like Daddy Warbucks, it's an old reference, with tons of cash, you don't want to be in a position where you're taking on new debt obligations. I don't care how good the deal is. I'm the deal guy, right? I love buying deals. Don't buy deals that would put you into debt. And let me say again, this will pass. And the work of scientists and medical professionals, a lot of it's going to take time. Uh, there have been false promises from political leaders that have misled the American people about how quickly we could have a vaccination for coronavirus. That is a long process. That's like three yards in a cloud of dust over and over again to get to where a successful vaccine is produced. So initially and for a while to come, it's all going to be about treatment. And the protocols for treatment will get better over time. The mortality rate will steadily improve over time. But we are in an early stage of this, and being smart about it is very important. We have a continually updated information guide at clark.com slash coronavirus. But I want to mention something about Google. Google did something really good. Google has put together a guide, has no advertising on it. If you go to Google and you put in coronavirus, you will see something that's being edited by a team of editors that is information you can trust from medical professionals and public health organizations here in the United States and overseas where you can get the facts. There's a lot of false rumors that spread around, especially on social media. Do not be inflamed by what you see on social media. Go for facts and be wary and be careful taking any guidance from anything you see on social media right now. So one of the things I wanted to make sure you're aware of is with so many students likely very soon to be doing their school at home, a lot of people at various ages don't have any kind of computer or computing device like a Chromebook at home. So a lot of inventive retailers at a time of year that normally computers are not an item that they're uh, advertising is on sale and all that are having a number of sales on laptops, Chromebooks, and MacBooks. You want to, if you're if your kid's school or whatever age your child is, if they are likely to be taking school from home and it's going to be some kind of online learning or video learning, you got to make sure that you're compatible with the system the school's going to be offering. At Clark Deals, we're posting deals on laptops and Chromebooks for you. Cheapest I've seen Chromebooks today, which for a lot of public school systems around the country, they are Chromebook oriented. The Chromebooks are starting at $69 right now. And these are for smaller screen Chromebooks, usually 11.6-inch screen Chromebooks that you're able to do your schoolwork on and do 
video conferencing for classes or whatever you want to call what will happen in different school systems. Windows-based computers, a lot of them are available 179 199 right in that price range. And for MacBooks, MacBooks are cheaper than they've been in a while. The ironic thing, though, because of the impact on manufacturing in China, when this wave of computers is sold through, since most of them are manufactured, at least in part, in China, we're going to face a shortage of laptops in the United States till Chinese manufacturers come solidly back online and replenish inventories. But if you have a child who likely is going to be home a lot more than you anticipated during school day, you need to be prepared so they can do their work. It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you having knowledge so you can make smart decisions with your wallet each and every day. And our websites are clark.com and clarkdeals.com. We answer your questions also um, away from the show. It's called Team Clark. And I was just in a meeting with one of the staffers in Team Clark, and the folks on the phones are getting one call after another from people who have questions concerning travel right now because of coronavirus and trying to figure out what they should be doing about travel that they have planned. So also whether or not they should book travel, whether they should go. Like We can't tell you whether you should go or not. That's completely up to you if you're going to take a trip that you're taking. And I want to give you an aside. I uh, was on a cruise last week with my family, and I was doing some TV from the cruise, so it became pretty well known what I was doing last week. And when I walked into a TV studio the other day, people were looking at me like I was a pariah. I mean, looking at me, like I was coming in with the plague and it's it's just where people's fears are right now and people kept saying things to me like what was it like well it was like any other cruise people were having a great time but then today cruise lines are considering saying that nobody over age 70 can go on a cruise because they're worried about the effect on older vulnerable people if a coronavirus did take place on a cruise and the airlines can't get anybody to buy a ticket if they give it away right now united has said that bookings are down about 70 percent likely for um march and april or april and may i forget which the cycle was they were talking about so travel providers wanting to get money in the bank have come up with newly revised much more liberal policies for you, if you do want to take advantage of the great deals right now and still know that your money will be protected, even if you cancel the trip, you're able to move it to a later date. They don't give you your money back, but you can move your travel to a later date when it feels safer to travel. So it's kind of like being able to have your cake and eat it too, that you are able to book a great deal And at the same time, know that if it doesn't feel right to go at that point, you can move your travel. I had been very harsh on the three full fare airlines, American, United, and Delta, 
whose policies were just plain dumb at first. And now all of them have adopted modified versions of what's always been Southwest policy, that you can cancel a trip for any reason and roll the money almost like a gift certificate for future travel. And it just takes bureaucracies at big companies a while to get past their low bureaucratic IQs and do what's right for their business. And now they have, now I say modified from Southwest and that right now American United and Delta, little nuances with each of them, they account for 61% of air travel in the United States, which is why I'm mentioning the three of them, is they are allowing you for travel book for right now March and April, if you buy tickets or you already have tickets, to roll that travel up to, in most cases, the end of this year, figuring that people will feel comfortable at some point in 2020 traveling, even if you don't in March or April. In Southwest case, you can roll your travel a year forward from when you book, and that hap- that was the way they've done it way before there was the word coronavirus, anybody being familiar with that other than the scientists. So it has become a lower risk venture for you to buy air travel If you're somebody who normally loves to go travel, but right now you're nervous about doing it, cruises, different issue. The cruise lines are suffering from what is truly a public health emergency. When you have the State Department and the CDC both putting out warnings that the headlines are, don't take a cruise right now, and then go on to say, especially if you're older, uh, who wants to book when you're booking something that's completely just for fun to uh, run away from it all, and you may be running headlong into this stuff you've seen with these princess ships where you're stuck uh, quarantined on a ship eating stale sandwiches waiting till you can get off the ship. So it's been devastating for the cruise lines. I was looking just a couple of minutes ago at what's happened with cruise line stocks over the last five weeks. Generally, they're down about 70% because the revenue has dried up, but their overhead goes on. Those ships, a lot of those ships cost about a billion and a half dollars to build, and they got to pay for them. So this is, uh, you know, for us as a health thing, it could be life and death. For a number of companies, it could be, in a corporate sense, an issue of life and death. So if you are somebody who's like, this is so overblown, I don't care about this, and look at that price on that cabin, and you're going to book a cruise, know that you're going to get great deals, but booking travel of any kind right now, do it with a credit card. Credit card is essential for you to book with, because if a travel supplier, an airline, we could have some prior very healthy airlines go deep six. I mean, they could fail. The cruise lines, as huge as the three major cruise lines are that account, I think, for 80% of all cruise beds in the world, cruise beds, cruise cabins, uh, Carnival that owns multiple brands, Royal, Norwegian, the three of them own most of the cruise brands in the world, most of the cruise cabins in the world. They are all facing a huge financial risk here. So you buy it on a credit card. With the cruise lines, as a general rule now, you can book a cruise and up to two days before you can say, oops, 
I don't want to do this right now. And you can roll that forward to a future cruise, no penalty. So the industry is reacting that way. And, you know, you just have these announcements that Washington State has banned all large gatherings. Um, The San Francisco Bay Area, a lot of San Francisco Bay Area, no more uh, group meetings, group gatherings, group functions, anything like that. This is what we have coming forward. And so you just have to know that when you think about travel, what are you doing? You're all gathering together and you're either doing a trip together like on a cruise or you're going together to somewhere and that somewhere may not want us as Americans right now. A lot of cruise ports turning away cruise ships. So this is a very, very unsettled time. I would say that booking travel right now is the equivalent of buying a junk bond. A junk bond is where you lend money to a company or a government that is not at all financially sound. But you're getting a great deal on it in interest as long as the company or the government can pay its bills and pay the bond interest. That's kind of what it's like right now with travel. The deals are extraordinary if you're not faint of heart about it. And you can book those deals just taking those necessary precautions. The last thing you can do with travel is when you buy travel, you can buy a very expensive insurance product known as cancel for any reason insurance. You may have heard some reports about it over the last 10 days. Cancel for any reason insurance costs about 40 to 50% more than a run-of-the-mill travel policy. It doesn't get you all your money back, but it gets you back typically three-quarters of your money, and you can say, you know, I just don't want to go, and you get back three-quarters of your money. So this is a time that, If, particularly as you're planning something further down the road, you can take advantage of the very, very low prices emerging in the marketplace, book, if everything's fine, you go at a great deal. If it's not, particularly with the cancel for any reason insurance, you walk away from 25% of the money you paid, you got back 75%, and you say, well, it would have been nice, but just didn't feel like the right thing. So... Travel industry very heavily affected. Obviously, there are going to be other industries that will be devastated as well through this cycle. Just know that as a consumer who loves travel, which I do, I will be booking travel through this process, but I will do it in just the methodical way that I described to you. Rick is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Rick. How you doing? Hey, doing good. I'm in uh, Anchorage, and it's cold here. How cold is it? Uh, let's see. My thermometer says minus two Fahrenheit. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. And that, that's significant uh, with with the, the question I have for you, a little bit. Minus two. And yeah. You, you know that it's mid-March almost. Yeah, I know that. I'm disgusted. Wow. How many years have you lived in Alaska? 20 years. So you didn't figure this out prior 19? (laughs) Well, you know, I I used to, you know, I grew up in Louisiana, and when I I moved here, I enjoyed skiing and playing in the snow and cross-country skiing and all that, but... uh, 
You know, I'm 64 now, and and these bones just uh, don't handle the cold weather like like they used to. And I and I've seen I've seen my share of snow for for the rest of my life. I, if I never see it again, that'll be fine with me. Have you <laughs> skied at that great ski mountain down on the Kenai? Is it called? Is that Aliaska? What do you call that? Yeah, that's Aliaska. That's not on the Kenai. That's uh, from my front door to me getting in a chairlift is about 45 minutes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and uh, it, it's I was going to go today, but it's just too cold. Once it gets below about 15, I, I don't really enjoy it. See, I don't ski below 20, so you're a yeah. lot tougher than I am. Uh, five degrees, <laughs> it's not that much. <laughs> Well, uh, so you can't paint your house in two degree minus two uh, Celsius. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's 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 one issue. Uh, we can't even think about painting painting the house probably for a couple of months at the earliest, depending on when the, the paint contractors can get here. But weather wise, no, it, it'd be early May before they could get out and and paint the exterior of the house. But the good thing in May is they can paint 16 to 18 hours a day because it's bright light. That That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, you know, if you can get them to show up for work, that's the other issue. <laughs> right, right. So how can I be of help with this? Well, you know, I, I just retired last November, and uh, I'm, I'm not doing anything now. And our plan is to sell the house and move down to Washington. And the wife doesn't want to do anything until we paint the exterior of the house. So uh, that would cost about 4000 maybe even 5000 to uh to paint the house. And and so it's not that bad. Uh, we had an earthquake about uh, pretty good, pretty big earthquake about a year and three, four months ago. In You're November. making this sound so appealing. Minus two earthquake, <laughs> Minus two earthquake volcanoes. <laughs> yeah, we we've had we had ash rain down on us before too. But um, so so you know the it doesn't look really that bad uh but you know we could do touch up to to paint some of the crack paint over some of the cracks and uh right i have i have a way to settle this between you and your wife okay that's what you're looking for right because i'm not going to give you ammunition but i'm you know to argue back with her but i'm going to give you a a series of thoughts that i have mortgage Mm -hmm. rates are at all-time lows right now Right. And that's bringing motivated buyers out that want to buy a home at these really low rates. Mm-hmm. If you wait till the uh, weather cycle turns and you can paint the house, you may miss the opportunity to find people that are trying to buy one while they can get these really low rates because we don't know how long they're going to go on. Right. What I would do is I would get... Um, are you in an urban area of Anchorage that there are a number of real estate professionals in your area? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're, we're in Anchorage. Yeah. Right. Get, get yeah. several real estate professionals in that you see their signs pretty heavily around your neighborhood and the surrounding ones and have them come in and, and give their opinion if you need to wait 
till um, till May because the buying season starts later in Anchorage. Wait till May, do the work to the house, then put it for sale. Or if people are jumping the normal cycle and would be willing to overlook the fact that your house needs touch up from the curb, needs the paint and things, and that you would still get a great price for your house because things are so influenced by the issues with the mortgages. Okay, okay, that's something we didn't I didn't take into consideration. So it's a different kind of cycle than normal um, because the rates have gotten everybody's attention so much. That's why I'd look at it that way and not that, well, you know, this is why we should sell it, but that's why you should get advice from agents to see if your wife's right that you should wait and go normal cycle or go ahead and take a shot at it now with how people are motivated to get things under contract. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark, where you post a question for me at clark.com slash ask. And one of the ways we answer it is producer Joel asks it. Yeah, Clark. Carolina wrote in. She said, what suitcase, Clark, do you use when taking a carry-on on an airplane? And also, what's the name of the vest that you use when you're flying, too? I've heard you talk about it. Uh, Scotty vest is the vest that you has all these pockets you can stuff things into. Scotty vest normal prices, S-C-O-T-T-E-V-E-S-T.com. Um, their normal prices are outrageous, but I always buy stuff from them on clearance and you can stuff a whole bunch of things and qualify under carry-on rules. And I have three carry-on suitcases. I have a micro carry-on, which I use for Frontier, Allegiant, and Spirit, where they charge you for a regular size carry-on. And I got that at Costco. I'm trying to remember the brand of it. It was $29, but it's a very, very small rolling suitcase. And then I have both a member's mark suitcase, which is Sam's Club's private label carry-on. I paid $49 for it. And I have, and that's a hard side one. It's ultra light. And then I have the Kirkland Signature. Costco is not selling those right now, but it's Costco's private label that's a soft side carry-on four-wheel suitcase that was $99. All right, Douglas had a tip. He says, I, I want to share something about the grandparent scam. Anytime I go traveling, I give my family and friends a code word like sunglasses. Then they'll ask the person who's calling for the code word to ensure that it's actually me calling. I hope that tip helps. That is a great idea. And that is a wonderful suggestion so your grandparents don't get ripped off. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.